0: Good morning, all listeners. It's Sunday, December fourth, two thousand twenty-two. It's eight oh eight a.m. Pacific time, and this is episode two hundred one of Ball Talk with Boogie and the Baron. Ah, Boogie, and I am the Baron, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Sunday, Fun Day, and welcome to episode two hundred one. On this episode, Boogie and I will break down the Sunday NFL card for today. And we got to start, though, Boogs, with a college football championship weekend recap. What a bunch of games. Chaos ensued. And in one hour's time, we will know the four teams who will represent their schools in the college football playoff 2023.
1: I uh, can't wait. Another hour. We got this going on here in Vegas. Uh... Very, very surprised uh, USC let me down. Let's but go! You had a, uh, a great ticket on that, and uh, you saw a great game as yep. USC uh, dominated the first half. But yep. Utah, the Utah Utes, what's a Ute? What's a Ute? The Utah Utes uh, defeat USC at Allegiant Stadium here in Vegas, 47-24 on Friday night. Yep. And we are now looking at a USC team that is most likely out of the playoff.
0: It was my first time at Allegiant Stadium. Beautiful facility. Utah-USC. Friday night. Pac-12 championship game. Raucous crowd. Sold out crowd. 61,000 people. I had a Utah Moneyline ticket. Plus 115 for $500. Utah scared me a little bit, though. Down 17-3 in the first half. Cam Rising got his helmet knocked off. Second half domination, outscoring USC 30 7 in route to a 47 24 victory for the Utah Utes, finishing their season at 10 3, back to back, Pac 12 champions, and another invitation to the Rose Bowl game. Uh, Great
1: job, though, overall for USC in this amazing turnaround uh, with transfers, Lincoln Riley coming over to USC. And they still finished uh, just with two losses at eleven and two, eight and one in the Pac-12. Uh, Utah, I mean, just shout out to them. Uh, they were able to beat USC not once but twice this year, yep. and. Uh, USC, though, next year, watch out for them. And, of course, Caleb Williams, Mm -hmm. he's going to be Heisman uh, hopeful this year. Yep. But he will be back next year, so we shall see what happens. We'll
0: see what happens with USC. I read some articles and I did some research. They are linked to the Cotton Bowl, it sounds like. Still a New Year's Six game for the Trojans. Utah will go to the Rose Bowl game. We'll see who they play in the Rose Bowl. Bowl rankings, Bowl selection show today as well. Um, There was actually a regular season rescheduled game on Friday night between Buffalo and Akron. They both had games canceled. Buffalo needed one more win to get bowl eligible. They win 23-22 to get to 6-6. The Buffalo Bulls out of the MAC bowl eligible for the fourth consecutive year.
1: Great job by Buffalo. Yeah, I believe it was due to the inclement weather uh, a couple of weeks ago in Buffalo. So uh, (laughs) great job by Buffalo to become bowl eligible. Buffalo
0: Uh, going to a bowl game. Conference USA title game. UTSA completes an undefeated conference USA slate, 48-27 over North Texas. North Texas is seven and six, so they will be participating in a mid-January bowl game. UTSA though, eleven and two. I would like—I said this on episode 200. I'd like to see UTSA maybe go up against. Uh, you know, I said I said maybe if they win, they should go up against the loser of the America Championship. Them and UCF would be a pretty good game. I want to see UTSA. Be rewarded here. I'd like to see them uh, in a bowl game against a, a, maybe a Power 5 team even.
1: I would love it. Roadrunners have a great offense. Meep, meep. <laughs> we, uh, we like to watch them play in the offense. It's just unbelievable uh, scoring all the time every week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are an up-and-coming school that's been playing well perennial over the last few years. And great job overall, 11-2, and 8-0 in conference. And, I, I yes, I agree. I would love to see them play against – a power five.
0: I would love to see that. Uh, yesterday, there was more games. The SEC Championship, to no surprise, going to the Georgia Bulldogs. A 50-30 slacking of the LSU Tigers, who lost their last three games. Man, 9-4 and four season for LSU. Probably not going to make a New Year's Six Bowl after the, the lackadaisical finish. Georgia, 13-0, undefeated in the SEC. 20-point win in the championship. Expect Georgia to be number one in this week's rankings.
1: Bulldogs just could not uh, be stopped this year, and they are now 13-0, and 8-0 in the SEC in that gauntlet. Uh, of course, LSU, with that unbelievable win against Alabama a few weeks back, uh, just went on this big-time slide. Um, and uh, what can you say? They gave Georgia a little scare in the uh, first half, but uh, they are in the second half. They came back, uh, and then all
0: of a sudden, Georgia opened it up again. Bye-bye, LSU. Congratulations to the Dogs getting back to the playoff for the second consecutive year, looking to defend their crown, defending national champs Georgia to be number one. Who they will play? We have no idea. We do know that the number two team in the country will be the Michigan Wolverines, who defeated Purdue yesterday in a 43-22 game using yet another big second half. Michigan had a 14-13 lead at halftime. Steamrolled them in the second half en route to a 43-22 victory. Congratulations to Michigan. 13-0, undefeated this season. They will be the number two team behind Georgia.
1: Yeah, great job with Jim Harbaugh and his crew. uh, 13-0, 9-0 in the Big Ten this year. And, uh, of course, Purdue gave a little bit of a scare in the first half, but Michigan, with that defense in the second half, the explosive offense they've got, I think this is Jim Harbaugh's best shot at a national title. I'll tell you that right now, my friend. And... uh, you know, you got to give it up, though, to them because it was could have been a big let-up, uh, let-down after last yep. week in Ohio State, yep. winning against them and uh, knocking them out of the playoff contention. But no wait good. a minute, yep. wait just a minute. Yep, What happened in the next game, my friend?
0: Yep, they blow out Purdue by 21 points. Easy cover on the 16.5 as they had a big third and fourth quarter. Michigan will be number two when they announce the rankings here in about an hour. Who's going to be number three and four is in big question as we had a Big 12 championship game thriller. A 31-28 overtime win for Kansas State. We watched this game yesterday, Boogs, and this was amazing. TCU was down 28-17. They come back to Max Duggan in a heroic effort. They come back to tie the game. They go to overtime. TCU gets the ball first in overtime. They got third and goal at the one. Two runs up the middle. Can't get it in. Kansas State gets a first down, kicks a field goal. Knocks out TCU. Kansas State earns the right to go to a New Year Six game. Probably looking at the Sugar Bowl for Kansas State. TCU either New Year Six or College Football Playoff. We'll see if the committee still gives TCU in after a twelve and one season.
1: I still think you got to reward them. TCU. It's tough to beat a team twice as Utah did against USC. Uh, however. TCU also did not get blown out by this uh, rematch with Kansas State, and uh, they had their chances to win the game to become uh, still undefeated. But to be able to go to the conference championship in the Big 12 and to only lose by three in overtime, no less, I think you still got to go ahead and reward them. 100%,
0: 100%, Boogie. I like, your, uh, I like your analysis there. We will give ourselves... A, we'll give our own top four after we're done Hell reviewing yeah. these games. The ACC Championship game last night. Clemson looked like the Clemson of old. Two possessions with DJ Ukulele. Two three and outs. They put in this freshman club nick. All he does is ball out. 20-24, and 24, 279, and a TD. Clemson uses their defense... And they're good recruits. 11 2 season, a 39 10 win over North Carolina. North Carolina probably not going to make a New Year 6 bowl. Clemson looking like they will. So Clemson, an 11 2 year, will be rewarded and get back to a New Year 6 game.
1: Yeah, great job with Clemson as they did have a lackluster middle of the year. Uh, come back strong, finish 8 0 in the ACC. And this North Carolina team, again, just could not stop anything as uh, they only were able to score 10 points. Yep. Clemson defense shut them down, and uh, we will see Clemson in a New Year's Six. You
0: know, it's a shame that Clemson lost to South Carolina last week at home in that rivalry game, because if they would have won that game, you'd be talking about a 12-1 and Clemson team, ACC champions. Now you have another team you got to compare with Alabama and Ohio State, and Clemson won their conference title. But... Sorry, Clemson. You lost South Carolina. Nope. You're not going to make the playoff, but good season overall Absolutely. under Dabo Sweeney. Good backup, a uh, good bounce back year, and we look forward to seeing Clemson probably in the College Football Playoff next year. TC or uh, UCF and Tulane. Winner of this game was going to get a New Year's Six game because they they give it to the best Group of Five ranked team. And Tulane would they do the same thing they've been doing all season, using their strong running game and their strong defense in route to a 45-28 victory over UCF. Tulane finishes the year 11 and two, in route to a new year six game. Congrats to the Green Wave. Four years ago, when their coach took over their program, they were at the bottom of the conference, and here they are today as AAC champions. Looking to hear their name called for a game in 2023.
1: Great job by Tulane. Obviously, we uh, we saw them last week against uh, Cincinnati, but uh, we had a, a team that's been on the rise. Their offense has just been awesome. Uh, yes, and they are able to get a double-digit win in the conference championship.
0: Nice victory by Tulane. Also, a nice victory by Toledo. They used their defense in a 17-7 win to win the MAC championship game against Ohio. Ohio had won eight consecutive games coming into this game, 8-0 since October 1st. Ohio started the season 1-4, and won eight in a row, but they lost to Toledo yesterday and the Rockets, the MAC champions. So congratulations to Toledo.
1: Great job by Toledo. They were able to hold uh, this Ohio offense down to only seven points. Got to give it up to them and uh, congratulations, 17 7 Toledo.
0: Fantastic job and also a fantastic season by the Troy Trojans who won the Sun Belt Championship. 11 2, 7 1. Their head coach was coach of the year. Gunnar Watson had a big game and, uh, you know, McCall did play, but he was a little hobbled, you can tell. Coast Carolina falling 45-26. The, you know, the only reason Coast Carolina was even in this game was because James Madison transitioning to D1 from D1AA was ineligible for the conference championship. That's
1: right. But I think Not if, next
0: year. I think if Troy would have played James Madison, it might have been a little bit of a different story. Nonetheless, Troy, got to play these on your schedule. They win the Sun Belt. Could be maybe a Troy UTSA matchup would be fun fun to watch too, but uh, Troy very deserving of a of a of a decent bowl game. I'd like to see them against either a, a UTSA type opponent. Maybe a Mountain West champion like Fresno State, or maybe even a uh, a Power Five. That would know? be so interesting. We'll yep. see. We'll, we'll see if Troy can compete with the big boys. Great
1: job by Troy too. I mean, this is a team that normally you see in the beginning of the year they get yeah. trounced by an Alabama or someone like that. Mm-hmm. Um, to be able to win their their conference championship, to finish eleven and two, seven and one in the Sun Belt, very impressed with them.
0: Jake Hayner and Fresno State gave Boise State their loss, first loss in conference yesterday. Boise was the host, undefeated in the Mountain West, beat Fresno State earlier this year. Fresno State goes to the Smurf turf, beats Boise. Fresno, 7-1 the Mountain West. Their Three of their losses were without Jake Hayner. So when Jake Hayner's in there, they're effective. We'll see where those two teams go come bowl selection time. Yeah,
1: interesting to see. Uh, we'll go ahead and... Uh... Take a look at what happens later in uh, this uh, bowl selection committee. But I'll tell you what, I liked Fresno State yesterday, and it looks like they were able to take care of business against Boise State and that Smurf turf.
0: They sure were. And that was our conference wrap-up. There was another extra game, New Mexico State. This is a funny one. So New Mexico State was 5-6. and six. They had a game canceled against San Jose State. In order to make a bowl game, you have to have six wins. But you have to have six wins – against Division I opponents, hey. D1AA doesn't count. New Mexico State files a waiver because they can't find a D1 opponent yesterday. The NCAA granted them the waiver. New Mexico State schedules Valparaiso <laughs> beats them 65-3, to and New Mexico State, who has been literally... The worst Division I college football team in the last decade is going bowling for the first time in 10 years. Great job
1: by New Mexico State and great job from the uh, organization and, and the school to be able to make that happen. And, uh, you know, it, it's a two, definitely a great testament to show, you know, the school
0: spirit. Yep. I like it. Question now is, folks, who's getting... The third and fourth spots in this playoff.
1: Ooh. We know
0: George is going to be one. We know Michigan's going to be two. We know TCU lost in overtime. We know USC got trounced on Friday night. We know Ohio State and Alabama are sitting there waiting in the wings. We know the committee loves the names. What's going to happen here? Do, are you sticking by your statement that they, they, they keep TCU in the playoff? I mean, I really don't think.
1: <coughs> and, and quite honestly, if they wanted to, it's all about money. It's all about, mm-hmm. you know, the, the television, the proceeds. Yep. And I've been in this game a little bit now. And yep. I'm telling you that don't be surprised if Alabama sneaks in. I don't think they will. Yeah. I think that they know they need to do the right thing and put TCU in there, uh-huh. but if it is a money grab, Alabama will be the number four seed, Ohio State the three seed, yep. Michigan two, yep. Georgia one. Set,
0: setting up a two rivalry games: Bama, Georgia, Michigan, and Ohio State. Right. Rematch. Right. Now but
1: I can't see it happen. Well, I the, really the, can't. well,
0: this is this is. I was watching the ACC championship game last night, and Nick Saban made a really good point. You think about these four teams, right? Ohio State, UFC, TCU, Alabama. He made a good point. If, uh, if Alabama, on a neutral site, were to play any of those teams, would they be the favorite or the underdog? That's a good point. They would be the favorite. That's right. Roll Tide. <laughs> I think they're going to get in. I think they're going to get in and they might win it. Look, here's the thing also
1: that you got to remember too, and this is something that that I've been thinking about. 2024, we got that 12-team playoff starting. That's what we need. Then we're so, going to be
0: arguing about 13, 14, and 15.
1: Yeah, but the fact is is that if they wanted to do that to make extra money, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. They, they, they screw TCU. It's true. This is but
0: true.
1: what does it matter? They're going to go to the 12-team. If they wanted to be and do the right thing, I think the right thing is to put TCU in. Yeah. But if it's all about a money grab, you're not going to see TCU so, in. So
0: you're in agreement with me that Ohio State – is in.
1: Oh, I think Ohio State definitely They is. would
0: slide past USC because USC got slaughtered yeah. in the championship and have two losses. Correct. Ohio State has a blowout loss, to Michigan. Yep, but it's Michigan. It is. You're right. At home, too. I don't know, man. I just can see this committee is all about big names and the money grab like we talked about. And what better way to get the money grab than to put in Alabama and Ohio State, two of the mainstays of this 14 playoff, I don't know. I could see them doing it. I think they're going to do it. They've screwed TCU in this spot before. 2014, first year. They got Ohio State in, and TCU won the Big 12 with one loss. Ohio State had one loss and didn't play in the championship game. Ohio State gets in, and they won the whole damn thing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. So, I just...
1: You know, but it's like college basketball too, though.
0: You like, know, all you got to be is in and you win. So, and you're thinking about matchups, right? So, you already have Michigan and Georgia there. Okay. So, who gives who gives Michigan and Georgia the biggest fight? Is it Bama? Is it Ohio State? Or is it TCU? I'm sorry, uh, my friend, but I think TCU. It, the, I, I don't, think they got a great offense. I, I think, I, regardless, I, I, I understand people go by there's metrics and there's things that happen. Just watching this season, I think Alabama and Ohio State are the better teams. I think they're both better than TCU. I think they would both be favored against TCU.
1: TCU beat LSU. They didn't play. No, would they beat?
0: Uh, yeah, what? I think so. I think they would beat LSU. Okay,
1: LSU beat Alabama. Yes, they did. So I mean, yes, until you're be put on the field. There's really not a question right now. With this offense, it's, it's not like they didn't score against Kansas State. Yeah, It's not like they didn't score. This is true. They got a great offense. Max Dugan's great. Amazing gamer. I, I mean, I think that they could put up a fight against any one of those teams.
0: And their only loss of the year is a three-point loss in overtime in the Big 12 Championship. To
1: Kansas State team, that score's great.
0: So then you reward TCU with one loss being a three-point loss in the championship game, and you slide in one loss Ohio State. Then all four teams have zero or one loss. Correct. Makes sense. Okay, so that's going to be the deciding factor. Is it going to be TCU or is it going to be Alabama? That's what we'll find out here in about thirty hours. Yeah, 30 minutes. 30 it's 8.30. Minutes. Let's go. We're diving into the NFL today, and we're going to be quick at it because we want to actually go watch the rankings show for the college football playoff. I'm excited. I can't wait. Can't wait to see who goes where and who does what. We open up this slate with my Pittsburgh Steelers and the Atlanta Falcons. You know, it's funny. Last week, I did not like the Steelers against the Colts. Nope. And they beat the Colts on Monday Night Football. Woo! Let's go. Falcons have lost three Good or job, four. Steelers. Falcons have lost three or four quietly, um, coming off a 19-13 loss at Washington. They now host the Steelers, who have looked a little bit revitalized since getting back T.J. Watt and Minka Fitzpatrick on defense. Kenny Pickett's starting to come along a little bit. Last four games for Kenny Pickett, no turnovers. He is protecting the football, and he's playing a lot better. Najee's doing better. I don't know, books. Pittsburgh's trying to go on a little bit of a winning streak. I was messing around with the playoff predictor the other day. All we got to do is win like four in a row. We'd be right back in it. What happens today with the Steelers and the Falcons? Two teams who really need a win because, you know, Pittsburgh in a crop of four and seven teams trying to keep moving up the ladder, and uh, Atlanta at five and seven trying to do the same thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I got to go with the Steelers here. I think that uh, Tomlin's got them on a little bit of a roll. Uh, like you said, Watt's been back. Fitzpatrick is playing well. Uh, you got to look at that defense as playing a little bit better now. Uh, with both
0: of those key guys, give this me the true. Steelers. I'm going to take the Steelers on the money line. Yes, sir, minus 120. Me too, Bugs. I think the Steelers go into Atlanta and win today. Pittsburgh Steelers minus $1.20 to go on the road to beat the Falcons, booking the Bears' first combo pick right here. Bears and the Packers are next, 4-8 against 3-9, and nine. Oh, man, two teams that are in desperate need for a win. Packers are the 11 seed. Bears are dead last. Packers uh, minus four. Justin Fields looking like he's going to give it a go today. Green Bay kind of owns Chicago. Chicago looking to beat Green Bay at home. What happens here?
1: I mean, Aaron Rodgers owns the Bears. Um, this game is kind of a toss-up for me because of the way that the offenses are playing. The defense is just not playing very well. Um, I'm leaning over here. i got to go with this total. I think Aaron Rodgers can get it done. He's starting to trust in his young receivers. Um, If Justin Fields play, who knows if the Packers can stop him because no one's been able to stop him when he's healthy lately. Uh, But I will go ahead. I think some points are scored.
0: Give me the over 45 points. Over 45. Two-way play for me. I'm taking the home dog. You know how much I love home dogs. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to take the Chicago Bears getting four Justin Fields is a dynamic. They've really opened up the offense to cater to him, and I think he's able to keep this thing close. Bears, give me the four points. Jacksonville and Detroit, two other teams desperate for a win. Both teams coming in at four and seven, trying to get back into the playoff race. Ford Field, 10 a.m. on Fox. Man, Jared Goff versus Trevor Lawrence. Not Who a very good uh, team
1: overall. Uh, both teams at four and seven. Uh, Large though showed some really great uh, grit last week in being able to take care of business against the Ravens. Yes, he did. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and take a stab here. I'm gonna take the Jaguars uh, for another win and uh, take care of business against those Lions.
0: Jacksonville plus one point right now. It actually flipped. Jacksonville's minus one earlier in the week. It flipped the Detroit minus one. We're going to take the Jags, getting a one-point. Bogey and I second combo bet. Jets and the Vikings. Interesting line here. Vikings only laying three points. Mike White showed really good signs of improvement and looking like to be the Jets' quarterback. The Jets right now actually occupy the seventh spot in the AFC. So, playoff team as we speak. And, you know, when you look at the Vikings, one game back of the Philadelphia Eagles. So, right there. um, And two games up on the Niners. So, Vikings... Looking to get a high seed in some home games in the postseason. Got to go Vikes here the way, with the way Kirk Cousins has been playing. It's a day game. It's not a night game. They're at home. They're balanced. I think the Vikings are going to win here. I'll go Moneyline minus 150 for the Vikings.
1: Yeah, Jets and the Actors are actually Michael Carter on the running back side. And, of course, this is crazy. Uh, Zach Wilson is uh, on an inactive list again. Wow. He's not even the backup right now. So Mike White has wow. uh, got nothing to look uh, behind him at. Yep. He is this quarter, uh, team's quarterback. Who knows, maybe for the rest of the season. We'll see what happens. Yep. I like the Vikings today at home. Like you said, Kirk Cousins, uh, he's not playing in prime time, although he did get that monkey off his back last time. Yeah. Give me the Vikings, though, at home on the money line.
0: I'll tell you what, folks. Steelers, Jags, and Vikings. Looking
1: pretty good so
0: far. I can tell this the season's coming to an end because we're finally coming together here. Yeah. Big divisional matchup today in the best division in football, the Commanders and the Giants. Two teams right now that occupy the six and seven spots in the NFC. All four NFC East teams are in the playoffs. Talk about going from the NFC Least to the NFC Best. Um, big game though down at the Meadowlands Commanders and Giants Commanders have been heading upward Giants have been heading downward What happens here today?
1: I mean I love Washington today I think that they could take care of business That, that Commanders defense has been really great They're one of the hottest teams right now uh, They've won four of the last five games uh, They seem to be on a path here To be able to uh, fight till the end In that division I think the Giants are going a little bit on the other side here, uh, slipping up a little bit. And I'm going to take the uh, defensive battle, go towards the Commanders. Taylor Heineke has actually been pretty good for this team. Balling. He's been getting a little bit lucky, though, too, on the uh, turnover side, being able to not cost him too much. I think this Commanders team, though, takes care of business against the Giants.
0: Okay. Well, that's our first drink. That's our first drink bet of the show. It is, uh, isn't it? Taking the Giants. A lot of people are fading the Giants. I'm taking the Giants. All right. Plus three at home. Fading the public here. Commanders are a heavily public bet team right now. Seems pretty obvious. That's why they're favored on the road. Take a stab at the Giants getting three. All right. Titans and the Eagles. Big game. Eagles the number one seed in the NFC. Titans the number three seed in the AFC. Eagles are a four-and-a-half point home favorite against the Tennessee Titans. The Eagles defense has uh,
1: been letting up a little bit, and uh, it's been Jalen Hurts' show. Uh, great job by the Eagles so far at 10-1 and one and 5-1. and one. But when I dove a little bit deeper into this game, the Titans, uh, I think, are going to be a really big thorn in the Eagles' side. No pun intended there. We <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the schedule really has played well for the Eagles, and I like the Titans to give them a tough time. The Eagles are going to getting shredded on the ground, and who are they playing but none other than the Titans' lead running back and NFL great back in Derrick Henry. Over 1,000 yards already. I think Derrick Henry takes care of business, and that Titans team will be able to. To uh, if not win the game outright for sure plus four and a half points at the
0: moment I'll take the Titans plus four and a half. There you go plus four and a half. This is actually a two-way play for me individually as I like. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna switch it up. I'm gonna give a couple moneyline parlays on this show. A lot of the times when I like a couple of favorites, you know me, I don't like laying points. I'll find um, two favorites I like and just tie them both to win. I did that in this game with the Eagles' money line, tying it to the Ravens' money line, who are a 9.5 point favorite against the Broncos. You put those two together, that money line parlay is minus $1.26. So that's going to be my first of two two-team money line parlays on this pod. Eagles, Ravens, both on the money line, minus one twenty six. Which leads me to the Ravens game. They play the Broncos. They're coming off a loss to the Jacksonville Jaguars. And Denver has lost several games in a row. What do you think uh, against the spread here, Baltimore and Denver? Tough
1: game for me. I can't back, though, this Russell Wilson-led Broncos team. Um, How can you? Bottom bottom line, they can't score. Mm -mm. They can't score. Mm -mm. So... You know, Ravens on the other side. Lamar Jackson, he still doesn't have any help. Uh, They got rid of Hollywood Brown on the outside. Um, I'm going to take the under here. I'm going under 40 for me. I think that the scoring will be uh, really hard to come by. And even if the Ravens take care of business against the Broncos, you can't score. The Broncos are not going to get past 20 points. Correct. Uh, So give me the under
0: 40. All day long. Under 40 points, Ravens, Broncos. We move on to the Browns and the Texans, the homecoming game. Tell me the NFL didn't set this up. Call me crazy. Deshaun Watson back at quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Who? Four and seven, one of the many four and seven teams in this playoff race right now. Texans are one, nine and one, hosting their former quarterback. A lot of public influence on Cleveland today, all the way up to minus eight. Are you crazy? Give me the Texans at home as plus eight-point underdogs. You
1: know, I was flip-flopped on this one. I really was. Flippy uh, flop. Yeah, flippy flop here. You know, this Browns team, no matter what you think about Deshaun Watson, uh, the bottom line is is that it's not all about him. Uh, This Browns team is going to be feed Nick Chubb, feed Nick Chubb, feed Nick Chubb. Give me a little sprinkle of... uh, my and man Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt, and you've got a winning selection. Uh, I don't think they expect too much of Deshaun Watson today. This Texan team, though, cannot stop the run. I think the Browns run all over the Texans. I'll take the Browns, lay the points. I got them at minus
0: seven and a half. I'll buy it down to seven. Oh man, drink bet number two boogie on the Browns, Baron on the Texanos. And that's it for our 10 o'clock games. We transition now into 1 o'clock Seahawks-Rams. You would think preseason this would be a really big NFC West battle, but the defending Super Bowl champions have fell off the wagon. Coming in at 3-8, decimated with injuries, we will have no Matthew Stafford. We will have no Cooper Cup. We will have no Aaron Donald in this game for the LA Rams. Seattle looking to bounce back from a horrific 40-34 overtime loss at home to the Raiders on Sunday. That's the key. Do they bounce back and do they cover? Uh, Absolutely.
1: I think that this Seahawks team will take care of business against this no offense Rams team. This Rams team is decimated. The defense on the Seahawks side, I believe, will step up. um, And, you know, you have a million Well, not a million, but you got a lot of guys that are no longer on this Super Bowl winning team last year. Seahawks are so improved. Give me the Seahawks. Lay the seven
0: points. They will take care of business today. Shocker. Boogie. Back-to-back seven-point road favorites. Barron back-to-back home dogs, baby. I don't trust the Seahawks to lay seven on the road. That's the only reason I'm fading. Rams, give me the points for our third drink bet. Man, we're really picking up steam with these drink bets here, Boog. Got to be careful. NFL. NFL. Dolphins-Niners game of the day in the NFL today. The Dolphins are the 5 seed in the AFC coming in at 8-3. and three. Giants are the 3 seed in the NFC coming in at 7-4. and four. Big time game up in Santa Clara today. San Fran hosting And if you're asking me, I think the difference is going to be the San Francisco defense. Um, Obviously, the Dolphins have that dynamic offense. All those weapons and playmakers, two has been great. Their head coach is awesome. Niners got these playmakers for a reason. This is play number two of uh, my parlay that I I was telling you guys about. Niners' money line is minus 210. Dallas Cowboys on Sunday Night Football money line is minus 550. Tie those together, minus 130. Two-team money line parlay. San Francisco Giants to the Dallas Cowboys.
1: Yeah, uh, I don't know about this game as far as the uh, total here. So I'm going to lean on this Dolphins offense to kind of compete with the 49ers. That defense is great. This Niners team is going to be in the playoffs and a higher seed than they anyone expected. Um, but this Dolphins team, this is going to be a great game, as you had stated. Yep. I think that they can compete enough. for It's a field goal game either way. Give me the Dolphins plus the four and a half points. All right, Miami
0: plus four and a half. Okay, 1AM games, Drink Bet City, and it continues on with the Kansas City Chiefs at the Cincinnati Bungles. Kansas City, the one seed in the AFC. Cincinnati, the sixth seed in the AFC. Playoff matchup, potentially. Rematch of last year's AFC Championship game in which the Bengals went to Kansas City and won. Could be revenge on the minds for Andy Reid, Patty Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs. Kansas City laying two and a half today at Cincinnati. Uh, Chiefs
1: defense is going to take care of business against that Bengals team that cannot Block at all for Joe Burrow uh, I think the Chiefs take care of business today On the road against uh, this Bengals team uh, I lean under as well But uh, my play for the game Will be the
0: Chiefs minus two and a half I'm buying the hook and I am going oppo Of you my friend, I'm taking the Bengals As a three point home dog I think Joe Burrow is a dog Joe Cool, three straight wins for the Bengals I think they keep the train rolling They cut kind of have Kansas City's number and I think the Bengals can take care of business To cover three points at home Give me the Bengals plus three Chargers and the Raiders game of the day in the AFC West, with the Raiders wanting to move their way up and the Chargers right there in the thick of things as well. Chargers are only one game back of the New York Jets and the Bengals in the AFC playoff race. Raiders are one of several four and seven teams trying to get back in it. Big game at Allegiant Stadium today, Boogie Chargers and the Raiders. Um, you gotta go with the
1: Raiders. Yeah. The Raiders. Um, I'm taking uh, the uh, home team here as the Raiders go ahead and get back on track. Little offense, Josh Jacobs and company. Carr will get it done. Uh, Devontae Adams, sprinkle in a little bit of that guy, right? Yes. Uh, I think that the Raiders offense going to be a, list a little bit better than the Chargers offense. Uh, maybe a high-scoring game at uh, 50 is the total right now. I'll take the Raiders minus two.
0: Oh my gosh, we are on a roll with these drink bets today, Bilgi, because I'm taking the LA Chargers. Oh boy. Justin Herbert coming into Vegas gets the dub plus three on behind the hook. Las Vegas will go down. Chargers plus three. Go Bolts. Colts and the Cowboys, Boogum, Sunday night football, the Sunday night fixed game of the day. Colts coming in looking very bad, but they are 4 7 1 after last week's loss, so they're still in that playoff race. Take a peek at the Cowboys. NFC East right there in the flesh. Two games back of the Eagles. Already a loss to the Eagles. The Cowboys are the five Steve. They need to keep winning. I think they'll win, but do they cover?
1: Absolutely. Uh, they do. Cowboys in a blowout. I think that they're back on track. I believe that after this weekend, you will get a OBJ. Uh, signing and they will join the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, watch out for that. Uh, with the Cowboys taking care of business, then this Colts team minus 10 and a half is the line on me. Take Boogie's best possible play of the day.
0: Cowboys minus 10 and a half. Cowboys absolutely wax on Sunday Night Football. That's my survivor pick. I got Dallas to win to keep the 10 grand pot alive. I'm going under here. One of my favorite plays on the card. The Sunday Night Fix game under, a team that can't score. It's 45 points, good Dallas defense. Dallas runs the ball, plays good defense in route to a 27 to 10 victory, and it goes under. Under Dallas and the Colts for me. Monday night football. Da, 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 da. Bucks and the Saints. Historically, Tom Brady has struggled against the Saints. Saints are really falling fast. Trending downward. Losing three of their last four games. Tampa Bay lost a heartbreaker in Cleveland last week. Good luck playing Tom Brady after a loss. Tampa Bay money line here, Bugs. Going to lay some juice, but I'm going to be up a lot of money, I think, after today. So I'll lay that juice. Tampa Bay money line for me Monday Night Football. Minus $1.85. Yeah,
1: I think Tom Brady was pretty upset last week after losing to that Browns team. Uh, And I think that at home... This Saints team is in for a little bit of a rude awakening. Uh, I am with you, my man. I think that the Brady will go ahead and take all of his frustration out. Uh, they are at minus 190 on the money line right now. I'm going to go ahead and just buy it down to three. They're at three and a half right now. Who knows where the num- number changes by Monday night. Uh, but right now, currently minus three and a half, minus 190. Uh, I will take the Bucks
0: 192. Three. That could also be another good Sunday night to Monday night money line parlay with the Cowboys and the Buccaneers to both win. Good thing good point, my friend. Think about that too. Mm-hmm. A lot of plays today, Boogs. Good pod. Episode 201 has commenced. We're going with best bet, and I'm going with the Minnesota Vikings on the money line today, is my best bet. Kirk Cousins of this team prime for the playoffs. They got the best receiver in football and Justin Jefferson. Dalvin Cook will run the football. Question mark in the backfield for the Jets. I know they play good defense, but I think Cousins and all those weapons can take care of business. Give me the Vikings on the money line for my best bet, minus 150. Boogies, Blockbuster, best bet is going to be those Dallas Cowboys. Wow.
1: Dallas Sager. Cowboys, minus 10 and a half. They're at home. Offense is rolling. Colts will not be able to stop them. Uh, Jeff Saturday, great job by him the last few weeks just to keep this team uh, at least not being given up in the season. And uh, the Cowboys, too much. They're on a roll right now, and speaking of rolling, they will roll
0: all over those Colts. There it is, Boogie. Vikings for me, Cowboys for Boogie. Good luck, everybody. Episode 201 is done. See you guys for episode 202 next week. it out.
1: Boogie out.